These delicate strips of film are the materials which record and transmit the creations of Hollywood. We're, we're talking pictures. Oh, God. All right, guys. Welcome to Talking Pictures or whatever. I got to talk to you about Fast and X now. Okay. Like, okay. do you want to do the... We'll talk about it. Fine. Welcome back to Talking Pictures Podcast. <laughs> Are you trying to talk at Fast X speed? Guys, we right got a lot now? to talk. I just want to get really into facts. I'm super excited about talking. I'm furiously... Fastly talking about this goddamn movie. No, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm doing a joke. Welcome back to Talking Pictures <laughs> Podcast. My name is Dave, and tonight I had slept the night before, so therefore I'm awake now. It's not where I thought you were going to end that sentence. What did you think I was going to say? I, I don't want to get involved that quickly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? My name is Evan, and tonight we will be talking about four... Uh, films that were released into theaters and one on Hulu. So we are looking at The Little Mermaid, White Men Can't Jump, Fast X, and Spider-Man Across the Universe. Dave, yeah. did you see all those movies? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I kind of forgot what we looked at. I also... Did you see all of them or did you see three and a half of those movies? Don't, don't do it. Don't come at me. Because <laughs> I realized as we were sitting here uh-huh. in this room in your home, and I, I was like, okay, let me bring up the tabs. I bring up tabs with the IMDb and the and the other one. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, I definitely didn't finish watching White Men Can't Jump. So I... F- you just don't. don't know if they can. I just... I'll never do. <laughs> I'll never find out if they could jump. Right. Um, yeah, no, I fucked up, man. I did watch the first one. I watched the first one because you told me to. It. it was a good... It was really... I'm really excited about you that. You did a little homework for this podcast. And then I really did. Like, I, I had Little Mermaid on the background. A couple gold stars for <laughs> yeah. you. Thanks, man. You watched the first Fast and Furious. And I did. I you watched the first a couple uh, yeah. drunken clips about you watching it. I didn't so. know I was drunk. It sounded like it. Go over to talking <laughs> underscore pictures underscore podcast at Instagram and you can watch that. <laughs> I'm going to try and do more of those. I'm going to try and watch movies drunk and I'll do, I'm going to try and do like a segment like I really wish they were only VHS tapes, but Dave watching tapes, but Dave watching movies, and it's just going to be me drunk making fun of movies. <laughs> it would be fitting, because they do steal DVD players and fast. They do, one, man. We'll so. talk about it, but yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but I fucked up. I didn't watch the other white man can jump, and I need you to get off my back about it. You watching old older movies drunk should just be slurring pictures. That should just be <laughs> the new segment of the pod. Yeah, Not no, that, that is, this podcast that doesn't too. eventually become slurring sure, pictures yeah. by hour six, but, yeah. you know. There was a good maybe like three episodes where it wasn't, which was which was in the past now. There's, there's a couple episodes <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, so, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, Test runs. Hell yeah, man. So we do have those movies we're going to be talking about tonight. And uh, actually, it's a cool It's just cool because we, tonight we can't, we're coming off the heels of two films that we saw in theaters this day. Coming off the flippers. On this day. <laughs> on this day, we saw <laughs> Little Mermaid, the new one, and Spider-Man, the new one. So good. It's exciting. Good, good shit. As we the, had a little movie yeah. hop adventure yeah, over in New nice. Brunswick. Yeah, man. And um, they were long. Each of them two hours and 20 minutes. So we were there for we probably were, about five, five we and a half hours. Of, yeah, we were in so the thick of it. Um, we went in during daylight and, and left and it was pitch dark. Yeah, so. stuff, stuff. Because um, when you go into a... AMC theaters. Yeah. And this isn't... I'm not advocating. I'm not a the piece of shit. But in what sense of that? In movie hopping. Oh, okay. But that being everyday said, life. Every in normal every PLS. after once this microphones turn on, 
he's fine. After that, awful human. Yeah, terrible human being. <laughs> but yeah. that being said, right. so like if you go to AMC and you have to, if you want to try and sneak into another movie theater, there's a little pro tip. Which we do not. Which we didn't do. I pay for everything. I we are Stubbs members. That's it. 2660 every no. month. But sometimes you got to go to Fandango and just, I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you got to go to Fandango in the bathroom. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That sounds dirty. Sometimes when you get into a movie theater, you got to go into Fandango. You got to meet bathroom. a fan in the bathroom. What are you saying over there? <laughs> um... So that's exciting, guys. I am eating popcorn. Wait, actually, two more things. I am eating popcorn. And then another one is... Two more things, and then we're cutting this off? or (laughs) Two more things real quick, and we'll have a good night. Um, I walked into Evan's apartment, and I'm sick. So if I sound like uh, Snorlax, it's because of Evan's fucking plants. You sound like the opposite of Snorlax right now. You're like on amphetamines over there. (laughs) Wait, what was... Not Snorlax. What was... uh, That elephant from the Who... The Snuffleupagus. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. From who? Horton. A Horton, he's a who. <laughs> I sound like Horton. Horton? Um, no, you have so many goddamn plants in this place that are unkempt. Your and... body's is not used to oxygen. Yeah, well, it's so fresh in this fucking place. I can't believe my skin's clearing up. Um, so that's great. So that's, I'm sick. Finally. And also, it's 90 degrees outside at night. Hottest day of the year so far. So the June air conditioning's 2nd. on. So if you hear a little, little ASMR... That's that. I'm, I'm, man, I might be eating popcorn as well. It's hard to tell that between the That sounds like we're playing toesies. <laughs> we're tickling toes beneath the table. Um, new podcast, not a sponsor. Um, you want to talk about the birthdays? That's so disgusting. That's so disgusting. Dude, I, got, I do appreciate the alliteration, but that was thanks, very man. disgusting. Thanks, man. Tickling um, toes. I got some good birthdays, buddy. Whose birthday is it? June 2nd? Dude. All right. What do All we right. got? Who do we got? June 2nd. First one is Beetlejuice. Wow. <laughs> like Michael Keaton or the actual no. character of Beetlejuice? Uh, no, a comedian named Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> He's 55. So that's great. So that right he off really the bat. He really made was, it. The, really. That's number one for some fucking reason. Then there's like three TikTok stars. And then, and then number five, born on this day, and you have to guess how old. Aquafina. <laughs> Aquafina born today 31. 35. Okay. Yeah, but right. what how fitting because she was a bird in the movie we saw tonight. Scuttle. Yeah, she was Scuttlebutt in the movie. And I thought that was really yes, funny because it's today's Aquafina's birthday. Happy uh, birthday Aquafina. Thank you for giving us the farewell. Please retire. <laughs> that was her last role was this movie, I think. If That's only. what she said. Some guy named Wentworth Miller. From Prison Break. See, I was going to say from... I think he played uh, Dracula in Blade 3. He might have. So there's that. AJ Styles, a wrestler, I think. That's what it says. That checks out. Okay. <laughs> Lots of YouTube stars were born today. Um, wow, it just keeps going, huh? Oh, oh who, Justin who Long. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, guess. The Real Barbarian. Yeah. He Ooh, is... Great movie, great movie. 46. He's 45. All right. All He's right. a 45 year old man. Yeah. Huh? He just got engaged to Kate Bosworth. Remember Who's her? That? Uh, Blue Crush and all this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So good for her and for him. Nice. Some guy named Jeremy Ray Taylor. Don't know Jeremy. It says movie actor. He's 20. Mm. But, but I, I call bullshit. <laughs> Not a good start, Jay. Oh, man. Uh, Wayne Brady is born today. Hey. 51. 
Wow. Yeah, I know, dude. It's crazy. He, he looked looks good. great. He really does. He's funny. And the last one uh, that we're going to talk about is Martha Washington. <laughs> George's wife? George's wife. <laughs> wow. The first lady. Is she lady. still kicking? Dude, she's going strong. She was born in 1731. Oh, I was going to guess. Yeah. You want to know when she died? Um, Holy sh- Dude, that's insane. Like, time she, is I'm going to say up. she died in 1819. No. 1798. No. But could you imagine it being like 1799 and people are like losing their shit? That would have been during George's presidency, so that wouldn't have made sense. 1845. 1802. Okay, I wasn't far off with my first guess. 17, 1817. But that's like, could you imagine A, being 17, like it's 1799 and people are like, it's oh, like this has happened before, like the Y2K, but it was like Y2, 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 one. They were really worried about those computers back then. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, oh, George's teeth are going to fall out. Um, which is, would be crazy, but that's like nuts. That's 1776 is when we we were born, and then she died not too long after. They'd only been doing it for like thirty some years. I don't know how long they've been doing it. <laughs> Happy birthday, uh, everybody! Happy birthday! Oh, and Zachary Quinto. <laughs> little, hey, little chair on we the love top. Spock. Yeah, little chair on top. Yeah. Um, so and those star are the of the slap on NBC. You remember that show? No, that I, show was wild. Really? Yeah, it was like one parent slaps the child of another parent in the pilot, and the whole series is just a bl- blowback amongst these families about. This about sounds exactly like the original that. beef. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. Wow, world. It might have lasted one episode. Oh, is it called Slap or the, the Slap? The Slap. It might have been like the 2008, slap. 2009 NBC Zachy show. Zach Quince. Yeah, Zach Q. Show. The Slap American TV. I'm gonna go real quick. I'm gonna what do the IMDb. This was. This was. 2015. Really? Yeah, Zachary Quinto IMDb. I don't buy that. Let's let's just read that one, and then we'll do letterbox real quick, and then we'll we'll keep moving. TV show not on letterboxd. Uh, well, fuck me then. I guess, fuck fuck me to tears. Um, is <laughs> Can't a, tell if it's a good thing or something a bad thing. I heard the other day. Uh, literally a person in tears on the thing. A once happy family suddenly begins to fall apart following a seemingly minor incident in which a seemingly minor. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's what I, I say. Not very a seemingly minor incident yeah. in which a man slaps another couple's misbehaving child. Well, how about good, what, good, good cast on that show? I could see what was maybe the situation. I want to know. They're at like a party, like a birthday party in the backyard. Not that I'm advocating to hit anyone else's kid ever, <laughs> Zach. Come on, you need, bud. A, you need a slap. I could use a slap. From Zachary Quinto. He'd probably like to give you a slap, too. A Skarsgård is in it? Is it uh, Peter? There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Peter Scar. There's so many Skarsgårds running around, man. Well, we they we are like Peter. unchecked. Friend of the pod. Yeah. The uh, pod pal. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. I'm just looking for alliterations now. All right, well, guys, God damn it, and uh, and what do you think about talking about a movie? A lot of good birthdays. Yeah, a lot of birthday, good birthdays. Everybody. And I hope that you guys have another one after this. Well, you know what we should do is we should play a quick game. Because ah, I don't, because I, I get nervous. I don't want to fucking play this shit. It's not fun for me. Uh, I'm eating popcorn. It's not fun for the listeners as well. <laughs> it's not fun for fighters. Alrighty. So I'm going to put, it's been, a, I think, a slow news. 
maybe two and a half weeks. Okay. I forget when we last recorded. I don't know. Has been crazy. I haven't been. But I'm gonna put 60 attention. seconds on the clock. Okay. This time I'm gonna try and do it. I have 11. We're gonna try and get through all 11. You okay. ready for this? When that buzzer hits, I want to stop talking. Okay. I want to hear fire from you. Okay. That's what. <laughs> all right, you ready for this? Ready. News to Dave. One, two, Action. three. John Wick Five officially confirmed to be in development. Ah. Uh. Five. Emma Stone reportedly rejected the role of Invisible Woman in Fantastic Four. Ten! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Every episode of Marvel's Echo will drop November 29th. Echo like the dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that is. One. Uh, Every episode of Loki will premiere season two on October 6th. Dude, hell yeah. Nine. You ready for that? Yeah. Majors? Yeah. The end Um, of Majors. Oppenheimer officially confirmed to be rated R. Oh, I didn't realize. Why would it not be? Yeah. Well. 10 excited for the R. Netflix (laughs) hires Arnold Schwarzenegger as chief action officer. (laughs) (laughs) The first CAO. Keep going. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to say. Sam. What is it? Wait, the the first, the action star, the first action hero? Chief action officer. Oh, the the first and last action hero. Chief action officer. The CAO. Oh, man. They should have hired him as a CFO or something. Yeah, or janitor. Clean up that (laughs) fucking mess, huh? Uh, Sam Raimi reportedly in final talks to direct Avengers Secret Wars. Oh, that's exciting. That's good, right? Spider-Man, That could yeah. be good. Yeah, that could be good. And Doctor Strange, too, and, though. Uh, and, well, that was a yeah. nightmare. It's trying for to curb him. your enthusiasm over curb, there. Curb his fucking movie Miles making. Morales and Spider-Woman live action films reportedly in early development. We've been waiting. Is that what we're here for? We've been waiting. Andy Machete refuses to recast Ezra Miller for potential Flash sequel. Who's Andy Machete? Ma- Mu- the director Mu- of Flash. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, like... Numbers, David. Sorry, no, sorry, sorry, There's been sorry. no numbers uh, going on that's here. That's fucking nine, because I don't know if I really... This game's about to be abandoned. Oh, I'm sorry. This isn't Guys, this isn't I burned right. this. I'm sorry. I messed up. We got a Cinderella horror movie adaptation in development. <laughs> that's no, ten. You like that? We got one. Yeah. Ten. Because you, you gave Winnie the Pooh blood and honey a ten, right? Yeah, I was excited yeah. about it. That's all I got. Okay, that's all I got. Nice work. Go to bed. Damn. Good night. Wow. You I, th- the Arnold news, I think, broke you. Yeah, it, it hurts. made you lose all numbers. That's so funny, though. Come on. Chief at- well, Fubar <laughs> just got released on Netflix a couple What's days that? ago. Some TV show that he's in on Netflix. Oh, really? Fubar. Okay. You know what Fubar means? Forget it. I'll, I'll beyond all relief. <laughs> we don't curse on this show. All right, let's get the fuck back to this shit. Said the probably 2.4 F-bombs a minute over there. <laughs> fuck, my fucking fucking knees are hurting. I said a minute, not Sorry. five seconds. <laughs> well, this little fucking mermaid. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, man. Do you want to talk about it? Is that <laughs> what you want to do? I forgot to read. I, got, I have a job. I have to read. All right, so let's start our reviews for the evening. Right, I think we're going to start with The Little Mermaid, which yeah. was um, a huge film released, I think, about last week, actually. So a week from today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, release date was 2023. 
Uh, it's two hours and 15 minutes. This is the IMDb. A young mermaid makes a deal with a sea witch to trade her beautiful voice for human legs so she can discover the world above water and impress a pr- prince. Impress a prince. The Impre- world above a- water. Yeah. Okay. The wor- I thought you were like no. putting commas between there. So no, discovering the world above, comma, Water, no. comma. There's no commas. Okay. The She's world not above. discovering water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> and an impressive prince. Right. Um, and then the little... Oh, Jesus. It it genuinely stuns me every time I go over to Letterboxd and read their thing. Here Did we go. go overboard again? Every time. Yeah. The Little Mermaid. Watch and you'll see. Someday I'll be part of your world. The right, youngest of stop being extra. Extra. The youngest of King Triton's daughters and the most defiant. Ariel longs to find out more. What do you know about longing? Ariel longs to find out more about the world beyond the sea, and while visiting the surface, falls for the dashing Prince Eric. With mermaids forbidden to interact with humans, Ariel makes a deal with the with the, <laughs> the, the devil, devil <laughs> with the evil sea witch, with the devil, with the evil sea witch Ursula, which gives a, her a chance to experience life on land. But I mean, ultimately places her life and her father's crown in jeopardy, uh, double jeopardy. Um, we'll be back after this commercial break. That's Little Mermaid. On the other one, <laughs> that was letterboxed. Yeah, that was letterboxed. It's so much, man. They yeah, always they just it's fucking do too much, goddammit. This is directed by Robert Marshall. Rob Marshall. Director of uh, Chicago. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Mary Poppins Returns, I believe. Oh, wow. Couple, a couple other big hits. They did make two of those. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Didn't we just two? saw this tonight. I one, thought they bro. made two Mary Poppins movies. They made a Saving Mr. Mister Banks movie, which I think was about Disney. Mm, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know, man. We saw this today. Saw it today? Um, Last weekend we were in Pittsburgh for a little talking pictures getaway, so we were not able to see any of um, last week's released films then. But, you know, I was pretty underwhelmed by Little Mermaid. I think it's two and a half out of five, as far as I'm concerned. And... What was that reaction? My eyes are doing math. <laughs> That's what my eyes look like when I do a five math. five out of ten. Okay, Gary. There, uh, there. Well, <laughs> since when do we Holy do Holy shit, I almost sm- fell again. God. Uh, I thought every actor in this movie was underwhelming, uh, except for Davy Diggs as Sebastian, yeah. who is <laughs> the, the sole reason that this movie is at least watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, you did some homework before this came out. Uh, I rewatched the... I think 1989 original, mm-hmm. uh, which came in at a brisk 85 minutes, and this movie comes in at a not so brisk 135 minutes, and it did not need 50 more minutes of runtime at all. Yeah, I was going to ask you a lot more songs. There that is didn't more songs. Work. They were all okay. written by Lin Manuel Miranda. They just oh, I knew there was they, a rap track in the middle of it that I was like, yeah, what were they rapping about in '89? You know? Yeah, it's it wasn't a bad movie. It just I found myself enjoying it while I watched it um, and finding it watchable. And then by the third act, it kind of just went downhill for me. Um, I'm writing that two two and a half camp. How about you? Um, I enjoyed my time. I was so like I was a little bored at first, honestly. But I give it a three point five. That's pretty high. Seven. 
Yeah. Like I was, I was su- surprisingly having a good time, enjoying having a good time. Yeah. I was enjoying th- having a good time while watching it. Right. To me, things was so funny. Sebastian, Sebastian steals the movie. Dude, it's, it, I mean, it's probably one of the only reason it kept it so high for 100%. me. hundred percent. I was like, I was really enjoying this guy. Yeah. Everything else was, yeah. I mean, I don't, of the Disney live action things they've released, mm-hmm. This might be my favorite so far. Like, really? It was the only thing that was actually kind of like wonderful. Like, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I was a big fan of the Jungle Book one. Okay. John Favreau's yeah. uh, movie from maybe like six or seven years yeah. ago. Yeah. But I haven't seen many of the other. I didn't see the Aladdin or Lion King, so okay. I can't speak to those. And, and in a world of like things like I talk about in a, a world. lot. In a world where a mermaid <laughs> gets feet. And, but keeps the rest of her mermaid. <laughs> Just feet, but still fins. <laughs> um... In a world where all these things I keep talking, keep harping on it, you guys know mm-hmm. about how like trash these movies are looking anymore. This didn't look too bad. This like, looked pretty know. good. Like they are actually like it was, was underwater. It was fine. It was out of water. It was fine. I was actually enjoying it. So. I was pretty pleased with the visual effects. Nice. Yeah. Um, there's definitely some Ursula stuff towards the end where the visual effects took a yeah. But I knew that was spiral. coming. We know she was going to be three hundred feet tall at one point. Does she do that in the other one? She does that in the kit in, in the animated. Absolutely. I played Kingdom Hearts, so like I'm pretty sure you she does that in Kingdom Hearts, yeah. and like, okay. so I knew she was gonna get gigantic. Right. But it was hard not to giggle when that happened. I was like, oh, this is all funny looking. It looks very that. goofy. She's gigantic. Yeah. Um, she but she's talking goofy. about her. I liked her. You didn't, right? You didn't. Yeah, like I thought her. Melissa McCarthy kind of. I thought of the roles. This role was like she crushed this. Now you mentioned who? Yeah, I didn't think she was very compelling. I who just... was gonna play it? Um, I think the internet wanted Gaga to play it, mm. and I think she would have been just a, a riskier choice. And Agreed, albeit a better choice. I think she would her yeah. makeup was just not there for me. Like she just looked like Melissa McCarthy underwater, and I'm okay. talking like the hair, the face makeup. You know, not obviously not the tentacles. Sure, but the her way she moved around did not look good. They look her tentacles look better in real life. <sighs> oh man, coming at coming at lists <laughs> like that. Uh, the way she moved around was very strange. She was just like rolling around on I like camera. That. Do you like that? Okay. Yeah, I thought that was in the character. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Do slimy. Yeah. Creepy. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I thought Hallie Bailey. Uh, she was fine. Confusing. You know, she didn't. She didn't blow me away, but she also didn't like um, sink this movie. You know, I know a lot of people like crapped on her and her casting and all of that like she was not nowhere near the problem uh, a problem with this movie and a, a detraction of this movie yeah um aquafina as scuttle just she continues to just like <sighs> torpedo movies for me i just can't stand her i don't think she's funny happy birthday uh her <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't be trashing on her birthday. <laughs> Dude, you're uh, coming at Aqua I want to bid you a farewell. Hot Aquafina. Um, <laughs> uh, Aqua be finished. Um, I'm just ready for this stage of how much Aquafina is used on camera to be over. Man. Renfield, Shang-Chi. Yeah. It's just over and over again. Yeah. I think Nora from Queens just got rebooted and just got like reset up, which was oh, her Comedy yeah. Central show okay. like, from back in the day. Um, was she on that or something? She's a star of it. Oh, wow. She might be the writer and creator. Oh, wow. I can't uh, confirm or deny that. But she just doesn't do it for me, man. 
Uh, and then the Prince Eric character just oh, yeah. was a nothing in the animated series, and they really did nothing to um, make his character any more interesting, any less bland. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a good comparison during the movie. So yeah. we saw this, and there might have been only like five other people in the like, theater. We were cracking up. Which at, was great. At that yeah, we Darren were. Crab in the back we, seats. <laughs> we were having a few. I was we, clapping. We, we were in the balcony, like Waldorf and Statler, just yeah. giggling with everything yeah. that we did. But that said. guy, so now I want to apologize to you because I leaned over to you right when he started singing, and I was like, why does he have a British accent? And then the rest of the movie, he had a British accent. Right. So did he have one beforehand? He had some sort of accent. I All couldn't right. tell and what I, it was. I didn't catch yeah. it. But when he was singing, I was like, oh, why does he sound British when he sings? It's probably because he no, is. No, you said but he, he sounded, also sounded like the guy like... from Bastille. Yes. Which is perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on the water. That was my Bastille. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm covered in water. It's terrible. Why am I covered in water? It's terrible. Yeah. Was he but thinking he about ne- uncharted territory? He sure was. Uncharted territory. It was just uncharted water. A room full of shirtless men chanting and that was him. That's just Dan Bastille doing his thing. What are you talking about? Hundred Bastilles shirtless. So I didn't really like him. To me, like Javier Bardem was fine. Like this movie to me was just everything was just fine and if you're gonna remake a classic just make it better than fine mm. so like you're automatically held to a higher standard when you're touching a classic and the little mermaid did need some updating based on you know it's 1989 material and whatnot with regards to like gender politics and female politics and things like that lots of cultures Definitely racial in this. politics Sorry? Lots of cultures in this. Yeah, which was great. You know, all, like all of King Triton's seven daughters were of different ethnicities because they're from the seven, um, what, seas of the world or yeah, seven continents. Yeah, cool. Which was, which was a cool thing, a cool little twist. It was like, like an Icelandic mermaid. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they updated some, some things nicely. I don't think any of the new songs really stuck. Um, and, I mean, Haley Bailey has a great voice. Like, she... Mm-hmm sang the heck out of her songs so she is you know if i had to say one of the bright spots of this movie it's just everyone else javier bardem didn't really do much as the king for me um i mean jacob tremblay as flounder didn't really have much going on who that uh he was like the little boy from room oh yeah yeah so he didn't have he was cute yeah but just like you know just nothing scene stealing that's what i'm saying like there was nothing like Grabbing, like there was no, there was no urgency or necessity to remake the story. Not all conflict on the mermaid story, huh? <laughs> it's not conflict, but just if we're gonna update something, like I want to have a great reason to update it, and I want to make it where it, there's something special about it. Like for as as many flaws as like Les Mis had from 2012, mm-hmm. like Tom Hooper's Les Mis, with they sang live on set. And like that movie's not great, but they took a chance, yeah. you know, like they sang on set and that like added such a, like a realism to the movie. Um, but this just kind of played it safe. It seems like they cast Ariel uh, with uh, someone of a different skin tone. And that was the one risk that they wanted to take. And I think they could have gotten a little braver. I think for a like a role that like what? 
80% of the movie is maybe like 70% of the movie is she can't speak because that's part of the story. I don't think she did too bad of a job. But I think that's what you're saying. It's yeah. also like she oh, was yeah. not Absolutely. terrible. Yeah. She was fine. I thought she was fine too. You know, like she was just like cute. I'm misunderstanding things, putting forks in her mouth without food on it and stuff, biting on pure metal. Forks in her hair. Forks yeah. in her hair. Yeah. And they do that <laughs> in the cartoon. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So a less hoop, than that. Uh, a gloobamagloobit or whatever, whatever the uh, bird. Dinglehopper. Dinglehopper, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Did you watch this? Dingle, Dinglehopper, the, the <laughs> sheriff from Stranger Things. Sure. Um, <laughs> so that was great, man. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I had a good time. I'm glad we watched it, and uh, I'm. Uh, oh, I don't regret seeing it. For no, sure. for sure. Yeah. To me, it was just kind of. Was that was I'm more fun with that damn crab. Oh my god! The whole time he because just, the dude, at he one made, point he, he made did, my he made my night, man. They start rapping in one of the songs, and he's moving his claws out like this, like, "Hey, what's up? Come on, that dropping at the eight and like so good. He's and, so good. And we love to be dicks, yeah. You know, Hamilton dicks, and blind yeah. spotting, just yeah, he's so incredibly he talented. Really good stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Cool. Guys, we're gonna like. I think that's that was that worked out well. Like saying our our rating first instead of at the end. I think yeah, let's was, let's do that from now on. That was nice. Yeah. All right. And if you guys I'm disagree, let us know. Forget immediately. Uh, go to talking pictures underscore podcast. We'll talking it all under, out. underscore podcast underscore pictures on Instagram to check out the uh, live stream. Go to between <laughs> underscore betwinks underscore podcast. Yeah, and we'll get there. Go to uh, Target's Instagram and uh, just go to Target. check out what they got. Just That's go to Target more, yeah. guys. Go to Target and go to the Pride section and buy some stuff. And buy any, buy, go to Target and buy anything for once. Um, next movie is The White Man Catch Up. Another remake. Yes. Yeah, another opportunity of someone touching an original and a classic when they shouldn't have. What the fuck is this? Why don't an ad just popped up on Letterboxd for Food Saver Vacuum Sealed Rolls? A five pack. You va- keep food fresh. Did we talk about vacuums? I think so. <laughs> I think I've been talking about things sucking a lot, and that probably is what's happening in front of my laptop. Very true. Um, so, like I said, guys, uh, well, anyway, this, the, uh, okay, so anyway, this is the IMDb. <laughs> what do we got? All right, the IMDb, White Men Can't Jump, I'm, I'm still recording, this is great. White Men Can't Jump, uh, uh, 2023 version, rated R, it's a minute, it's an, a minute and 41 minutes long. A remake of the 1992 film about a pair of basketball hustlers who team up to earn extra cash. Boom. Over. Done. It was directed by someone named Cal Maddock. A director of House Party from earlier this year. And I'm sure you're going to go deep more on, on that, that in a minute. More on that in a little bit. Um, so that's the IMDb. This is the letterbox. White man can't jump. Play hard, hustle harder. No. Seemingly, no. No. seemingly opposite street hoopers, Jeremy, an injury-prone former star, and Kamal, the has-been prodigy. Team Kamal, up the t- Kamal, man. <laughs> has been Adam. a fucking has been prodigy yeah. team up to take one final shot at a living out at living out their dreams <sighs> still directed by Calamatic on this one as well so that's good <laughs> new director will change no no yeah. they just had to list another only. director on the if other only. page <laughs> hell man so this is it Real quick, just to talk about it one more time, I did watch the OG, and that movie is, that movie slaps. 
So did they say that in that movie? I don't know. Probably not. They probably said anachoristic. Like, this shit is fat. That's probably what they would have said in the nineties. Fat. This movie's fat. P H A T. It was so good, man. It was really the we first about movie it. is so fun. It is timeless, and I never seen it until hand. Till that, till that moment. <laughs> I've never seen it in my hands. I've never seen it with Loney, Lindsay Lohan and without her. So, yeah, dude. I mean, that movie is all about uh, the trash talking and the... Um, it's just a vibe. It's just a good vibe. Yeah. And it ends in a way that's like, hell yeah, man. I'm glad they chose that and not the other one. It has two star performances from Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Both and like then 20... Rosie Perez is just throwing heat the Incredible. entire movie and the basketball scenes were really well in, done and we're really well done the, yeah. the just like the setting yep incredible all good stuff all the way through each performance funny a threat happening a conflict good stuff right and then and now we have a remake we have a remake again just unnecessary so i gave this a two out of five okay um because again i found this watchable but I just don't understand the point. It com- it was completely devoid of that energy and that charisma that that first movie, that remake had. It lacked the humor. It lacked the great basketball scenes. It gave us unnecessary backstory and a lot of drama that, to me... It told us it was drama, but it didn't feel to me like it was drama. Where we have Jack Harlow's character, and we should say Jack Harlow plays the Woody Harrelson part, and yeah. Cinque Wallace. He's a rapper, right? Is he that, is a okay. rapper, yeah. All right. uh, and Cinque Wallace plays... Wallace or Walls? Walls. Uh, Walls. He plays uh, the Wesley character, and they are... like Jack Harlow, for instance, is constantly saying he's on welfare and ebt and he's hustling for money but he's got a nice car he's got a nice apartment like he's it doesn't ever feel like he's struggling for money and in the first one like you could tell like woody harrelson is like i'm going to die if i don't get this money and you feel it stakes for set yeah so I don't know. What did you think? Well, I'm looking at the list here real quick. I mean, I'm on the same board. I mean, like, from, from where I got in the movie, again, I didn't finish it. DNF. <laughs> I forgot, it. man. So I'm, not, I'm, giving it, I'm giving it a zero because I really don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> like, there you dude, go. I hated what I watched. That's it. I was so fed up with it. I, like, yeah. started folding clothes, and it was on in the background, and I would turn around, and I'd be like, oh, shit, this is still on it got to change it to something else. I forgot to put Animaniacs on because I'm more interested in that. I don't blame you. Because, like, the the shots in it felt so cookie cutter. And, like, oh, we're going to cut to him, he's talking. And back to him, he's talking. And now wide. And, like, the depth of field in every single shot, it just looked like a TikTok. I don't know. It just looked so cut and clean and, like, no risks with the camera movement for Mm me. And that just bothered the hell out of me because I, I can, I don't know, I just, that's, I'm watching a movie, you know, and like it wasn't right. happening. It was you like, say, you have a director that doesn't feel very inspired. Yeah. And I'm he's directed two, two movies. It's this and House Party. And House Party came out in January. Move another the cat, remake. Move Give me some movement. Another remake of a classic that didn't need an update mm-hmm. and just lacks the life and charm that mm-hmm. the original had. Cold. And it just seems very cold, cold matic. And it's cool. just, 
It just feels like. Well, you had a good word. He's not taking any chances. Energy. And you use the word energy. Right? Yeah. I was like, that's good. The the, the first wasn't. movie is just it's just so fun. I think it's ten minutes longer, and this remake feels a half hour longer. Yeah. So. The, and one of the things I hated about this new one was a lot of the basketball scenes are like indoors. They're in gyms. Yeah. They're like on fancy courts, especially Closed the finale. Off. And the first one was it was like street hoops. It was it was fun. It was like when we were kids and just like out there and as like you know teenagers like playing hoops and just it it had such a such revelry to it and just yeah. such, such a such charm. That this movie just, like you said, it went cold, and there's no reason for it to do to go that way. Not that movie, you know. I want to shout out two people: Lance Reddick. Rest in peace, Lance. Yeah, yeah. yeah we so love weird. Him. You know, weird yeah. seeing him on things. So it's tough. Right. Like Ray, like Ray Liotta and stuff. John Wick. Yeah, he yeah. was in in the John Wicks. And then Tiana Taylor, well, who we love. Oh man, from a thousand and one. So did she get? Like what she deserved in this, in the sense that, like, did she get the screen time God, no. from 1001? Was like 1001 shot, and then she was like, damn, I forgot I did that stupid movie. And I'm gonna have to, like, that would absolutely suck as an actress for your, like, for actor, actress, for to have that in your, your slate of, like, this incredible movie. Hopefully, everyone just ignores White Man Can Jump because I did a good one after that. So, just right. that weird little thing in the middle, you know? But did she, what I, what I saw of her in this was, also fantastic. Yeah, but she wasn't given a moment to shine. Okay. So like, so if he, if you didn't, if you hadn't seen her in a thousand and one, she probably would have just blended in in that's, this movie. That's a great note. And that's tough, man. now that you're like, oh, I know that girl. That girl's an amazing actress, or the yeah. woman's an amazing actress. Sure is. And then we're seeing her in this, so we're like paying attention to her a little bit more. Yeah. It's uh, criminally underutilized. Uh, Lance Reddick was fine. Uh, he was just part of a, a backstory for Sinkwell Walls' character that was just kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Um, Again, like the backstory. The first white man can't jump. Those guys didn't have backstories. No backstory. We just showed up. Something bad happened. we just invested in their stories. Yep. And it's great. Can you tell me how this ends? Mm-hmm. The movie? Yeah. So they you enter... Said, mm-hmm. <laughs> they... Mm-hmm. They enter this $500,000 basketball tournament, and they win. That, that, I need a note about something after you're done this. Yeah. So, first of all, I don't know who is endorsing this tournament for <laughs> five hundred grand. And second of all, the-, the level of competition that shows up for this tournament is so weak. Really? This would attract nationwide oh my the God. best hoopers in the country. Half a million dollars right. to, to do two on. I'd go. It was, on, it was three on three at the end. Oh, I play. So Sinkle Wall's <laughs> character teams up with his two buddies, and then Jack Harlow shows up as like an alternate okay. in case one of them got hurt. Guess and what? One gets hurt. I think they actually bench one of them for Jack Harlow's character. For, okay. And oh. then Jack Harlow gets in a fight defending Sinkle Wall's character, and then the other guy has to go back in. Jack Harlow gets thrown out, and then. Um, Waltz's character hits like the final shot, and I guess all four of them split the five hundred grand. But it was just nice, and it like uh, Waltz's dad dies during the final basketball game. Oh was, my god! Do so, you have why? No. Yeah, it just no. This is not what we signed up for. This is not what anybody Correct. wants. It's 
we want Woody Harrelson dressed like a goof, mm-hmm. hustling Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. and Wesley Snipes trash talking and well, Rosie Perez on Jeopardy yeah. and like all of these fun things. Uh-huh. And uh, the movie just didn't deliver. So well, again, was... I gave it a two. I all mean, right. it's probably lower than that. I, um, yeah, I probably overrated it a little bit, but it was watchable. So it's just I don't even know if what, from, yeah. from what I watched, it was. I want. I just couldn't to turn it off. Pay attention, and what the f- does that say about a movie that it's like? I want to turn it off. I mean, I think that speaks volumes. So. You know. Yeah. All Speaking right. Speaking of that, am I still recording? Sure am. Um, are you still listening? Maybe. So this is Fast X, the tenth movie in the, the Fast Saga installment. <laughs> wow. Some guy named Vin Diesel. One word. Is in this the Vindies? Um, this is the IMDb 2023 PG 13, two hours and 21 minutes long. What else could you do with that time? You didn't. I'm find honestly out. surprised it wasn't longer. Yeah. 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 But I'm happy it wasn't. Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug drug kingpin Hernan Reyes. Hernan Reyes. That's, That's IMDb. It. Okay. Played by Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is in this. Here we go. And this is coming off the website Extra Letterboxd. Fast text. ELB. 2023, directed by Louis Leterrier. Leterrier. That's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, good French. Thanks, like man. It. Leterrier. I, it looked like Perrier the water. Yeah. So, Louis Perrier. The end of the road begins. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Over many missions, and immediately. (laughs) It's already the problem. Instantly the problem. I've never been more angry. Over many missions. Like they're uh, astronauts. Yeah, right? Right? And against impossible odds. (laughs) Apollo 18. (laughs) Over many mission impossibles. Dom Toretto and his family have outsmarted, outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. Now, well, double entente with outdriven. Double entente. Now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced. Until Fast Eleven. <laughs> A terrifying threat emerging from the shadows. I'm. I can't see it in my left eye. I'm shadow, what's in this apartment? Shadows of the past. Who? Fueled by blood rage, revenge, and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. Dude, a fan wrote this. Like, a fan got in front of this. Are there any left? Someone, I have a feeling (laughs) that Letterboxd sends it out to people and be like, yo, write our thing and we'll pick the best one. I would do that for free. (laughs) How about about this? How about I would love to write these. Fix it. Yeah. Damn. Holy shit, man. All right. Well, let me go first. How about that? Because you, I think you went first the past two times. I did. We're all um, about equality. Uh, I gave this movie. Now, wait. Let me a little pref, right? We did say this already. But, like, I watched two Fast and Furious films. I'm pretty sure me and you went and saw one together. But I couldn't tell you a damn thing about it. I think we saw Fast 6 together. All right, I don't remember. With the 28-mile runway in the finale. <sighs> don't remember it. I did watch I the trailer it. on the way here today for Fast 2, 
and with Paul and Tyrese. I rem yeah, and I remember like doing, like trying. This is really incriminating, but uh, trying to do the drive and look at the girl thing without looking at the road. <laughs> is that why you're late? Because you crashed. <laughs> When I was like, I don't know, however old I was at the time, fucking like 17, what, I don't know, 18? Just Whatever. a tool. Yeah, I'm trying to like look a at A smaller her. tool. And then, and, but I would like every once in a while, I'd be like, look, look, look. Like I, I was not ballsy. I got me right. less than a half a foot. Anyway, so I think I saw a pass too. But that being said. <laughs> <laughs> too fast, too furious. Land in the airplane here. Um, I gave this movie, uh, what did I write? Five. No, sorry, point five. Excuse me. So I, I, I didn't see the dot there because I didn't care to it's write that. It's a big that. decimal point. Damn, it's a big decimal point. Holy smokes, I saw yeah. it last night, man. I you saw did. it last night. You braved it. And I, I have so many things to say about this movie. How many people were in the theater? What time is it? All right, we've got... All right, we're at a great time to sit here and live with this for a second. Okay. So there were four other people in the theater with me. Okay. And we're all watching the same tr- thing together. together. Dude. So, again, it's interesting because I don't know what happened in between. I was able to gather that, like, okay, it's his dad and he's got vengeance. <laughs> Whatever Momoa was doing. Let's start with Momoa. Whatever he was doing was this awful Joker, like... He, I don't know if he was shown off for maybe if he gets cast as Lobo, but we don't want any of it, baby. Stop doing that. Stop doing whatever you were doing. I want to do a supercut of him going like, like all these weird little giggles he's doing the whole yeah. movie. He's got knives. He dresses like an idiot, and it just doesn't make any damn sense. It's one of the most puzzling artistic decisions and creative decisions that I can remember because it doesn't work. And it's so loud with how it doesn't work. Oh, my. And someone said yes. The director said, hey, man, this is good stuff. This yeah. is. You're a, you're a genius. Is so what they I probably do told. think that Louis Leterrier took over production from, I believe, Justin Lin. I think he quit this production midway through. Because so Manoa wouldn't he was... stop being a clown. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what like where that started, where that ended. But um, it's safe to say, like, maybe this didn't have the best directorial okay. effort behind it. Yeah. And whatever Jason Momoa is doing is not working. It was just being a, a damn fool. And I just couldn't get behind but it, it was, at But it was more than that. Like, he's putting, like, toenail polish on two dead bodies. And it's yeah. just, he's I, talking to them and he's wearing, like, like that wasn't in the script. Outfits that wasn't in the script at all. He was like, "Let me man. do a scene where I have these two guys and they're dead, and I'm having this." I, that he wrote that. He wrote that. He should be a writer on this film. <laughs> um, yeah. So just trash, man. And I mean, and then right off the bat, you have like a a ten minute. I think I was telling you about it. It was just like, here's let's do ten minutes of us of like, and guess what? Remember this car crash from five movies ago? There was a guy on the sidewalk in the background of one shot, and it's his revenge story now. <laughs> like, That's what it a, was, man. There's a woman in an apartment. You could see if you zoom in all the way in the back. She l- lifts a window, and she you can tell that she it's too loud, and right. she wants it to quiet down. And now she's gonna kill Dom. We awoke and her, her from her nap. Whole fa- yeah, <laughs> she's gonna kill his whole family because she woke up from a nap <laughs> the thing is like you're joking but 
you're not far off from the actual plot of this film. Yeah. So Fast Five's climax is they steal the vault in Rio from Hernan Reyes. And Fast Five's great. It's the best film in the franchise. It's it's great entertainment. It was the pinnacle, and it's been downhill ever since. Um, they just shoehorn and they retcon Jason Momoa as his son into these scenes from that climax. And it feels... It just feels dirty because yeah. it's like we're gonna remind you how good we used to be, and just to get you excited for it, and yeah, we're just gonna completely crap all over that. But even right in the, so yes, all trash. You said they've done it before with people. People come back to life. People are dead. It's just like what, let's stick with something. This isn't working constantly. Now. But like right from the beginning, they're at their barbecue with uh, Dom's grandmother. I believe that's his mother. Oh, that might be Mama. That's Mama Dom. That, that, might, be, that might be Rita Moreno. So he's Daddy Dom, right? He's a Daddy Dom. And then you got Mommy Moreno. We can't talk about Daddy Dom. Can't do it. No, can't do it. Um, so he mentioned something. He's that like the, Granddaddy Dom at gran- this point. <laughs> he mentioned something at, his, at the barbecue, and he's like, this mission. And I almost stood up and took off all my clothes. And lit myself on fire. <laughs> that would have been better with like, than what happened on screen. Mi- when do they get missions? So because that's I the saw the first one last week, and I'm like, "This is cool. Yeah. We got these these like the, the keep it tight, get it right, get it tight with these characters." But it, it's gone so far off the rails that now that even the technology, I have a couple other things. I'm so sorry, but like the technology. Let me just go off. The technology is so corny. Like they're in a truck at one point and like the lock is a image of a lock, like the lock of the truck. And then they, and it's a green unlocked now. And it's like gigantic. Like all of their toys they're holding look like you ordered them like to spy on your little sister when you're a kid. Remember, like the spy kits, like like there was like a recorder you could put a glass against the wall. It was all these like nin- like Nickelodeon toys. Yeah, it looked so bad. And one more thing to talk about about this technology is what's her name, the Ron, Charlie Charlize. Oh, Charlize Theron, yeah. yeah. I knocked my microphone up during that whole rant. <laughs> um, Char- Charlize, she plays Cipher. Cipher, yeah, incredible with technology apparently, and but a poor design of every room she's in. So um, at one point, all these bad guys try to fight her, and she flips over a desk and she sees an outlet and pulls the plug, and all the fucking, like all the power in the building was in this one cord, and it's, it's a fire hazard. It's lost. It's a I lost my shit. Later, she's strapped to a table, and like, what's her name? Like, I guess her Michelle little Rodriguez. sister, Michelle Rodriguez. Not her little sister. Wakes up and looks over, and she's like, oh, fuck, this bitch is here with the frosted tips. And like, Sharice Theron Cypher looks at her hand, which is directly next to a keypad. <laughs> she starts controlling it. And the way this keypad works is that it, I wish I had one in my own home. It controls. The fan and the laughing gas in another room from this table. She How? How is she doing it. She's all like, of I'm going to fucking control the other room. 
I wish I could turn off someone else's lights from another room. That would be so funny. Right. I would fuck with people all the time, like turning on faucets and shit. I think my downstairs neighbor's going to turn off our power yeah. very soon. Because yeah, I'm screaming at the top of my <laughs> I just was cracking up at her crazy ability, and she kept bringing it up, too. She was like, oh, you missed my tech. And I'm like, what are you talking well, about? Well, at least she had a better haircut than she did in the last movie. Because her haircut in Fast, in she Fast 9 she was, got the cute haircut. was crazy. Really? Yeah. It was really bad. And 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 I'm going to let you talk, but just the fight scenes, man. I hate it. It's like every time we the, it's just close up, tight. Every time there's a punch, we cut to just the person not getting hit but them falling from said hit. Yeah. And again, just looking from the camera angle, I was like, "Why can't you show us this fight? Why can't it's just the camera's on everyone's chest the whole time. I just I had no tolerance for it." And I'm going to let you talk because I have the crescendo that i have to undump on this this microphone so you go ahead (laughs) it's just you're a good test case because you only watched the first one and then this one so you get to see the absolute just cinematic and moral decline of this franchise and it's just like you have no concept of what happens between despite promising our viewers that you're going to watch all of them in one day sorry and they they hold you to it. They I remember. Watched one. They and remember. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Go uh, talking. You like talking underscore you'd pictures. Think you'd watch more underscore podcast Instagram. Go ahead and check that out. I love the first one so much that I watched the trailer for the second one. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's you over there. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's you. And then yeah. So there's no reason to belabor all of the little things that are wrong with this movie. Because you could do that all day. Yeah. Like, you pick apart these things, and oh, it's, it's valid. It's, it's tough. It's all bad. It make any it's all terrible. Um, John Cena, I have no idea what he's doing. He's the villain in Fast 9, and here he's playing his... Babysitter clown. No, he's playing his, his role from... Uh, train wreck Peace and my, blockers. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just playing the goofy uncle. Dude. This is, like, ridiculous. So hard to watch. Um... Brie Larson is in this, who is delightful uh, in real life. In this movie, she's completely I, underused. I have no idea what she's doing. No. There's no reason for her to be in this movie, except that she probably just wanted to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And she has like four scenes. So she's completely, worthless. Like, completely worthless. She had these weird facial expressions every you know what I mean? Did you, did you catch like she would just like they would literally cut to her for her not to have a line for her yeah. just to like look off at the camera and shake her head a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. What is she even in here for? Even the the pot didn't make any damn sense. I'm like, no. why? Where? I like that they split the group up. I was like, that's cool. People are going different directions. Yeah. But they literally had John Cena and the and we're getting into spoiler territory now. So I need you to buckle up or hit leave. Hit the buzzer. Hit the buzzer. This is a big time spoiler alert. So like the son and and John Cena are like, we're gonna go to the um to the safe house, and Wherever it takes them six weeks to get there. And yeah. at one point they. They he's, fly an airplane out of an airplane. He's a teenager. <laughs> yeah, he's a grown-ass man. And they get to the safe house, and they're may, maybe there for 30 and a half seconds. Right. And then all, and then everyone comes in, right? So <laughs> all of that just to get there where they're going to get attacked, right? Didn't make any right. sense. But, dude, I was I almost passed out from laughing so hard at this scene. 
So John Cena, there's no reason for this. <laughs> so John Cena's driving a car with guns on it, with cannons on it. Excuse yes. me. With actual cannons on the side. Yeah. The most powerful thing we've seen all movie, other than a gigantic nuclear bomb rolling through Rome. And he's in this vehicle. And Forgot like, about that. There's enough time. That's what's so funny about this is there's enough time for him not to die. And he has guns on his car. <laughs> so all these cars are coming at Dom. And he's like, oh, man, uh, there's a bunch of cars coming. I might not make it. And then John Cena is like, hey, man, you're a good brother. I'm going to – I'm. this is the end of the road for me. The beginning right. of the road ends now for me. And so he like – he turns the guns down to the to the road, like straight down. Okay. And then launches them and then shoots his vehicle in the air into the oncoming traffic. Uh-huh. All the bad guys. <laughs> and explosions and he dies. Yeah. He had guns. <laughs> Evan No, he, he that's had a- guns on his car. <laughs> Just turn your car. They've done crazy things. This You're not wrong. Thing. You're not They've wrong. They've done insane things. Dom was playing soccer with a nuclear bomb with a car and a crane. And all John Cena had to do was turn left, hop a guardrail, and blow them away with his... Doesn't seem very hard. <laughs> Doesn't seem very hard. El Camino. But you know what the problem is? Dude. It's just, they show him dying oh, and he'll be back. Yeah, so that's back. the problem. But it was so like almost the Dom was like, you don't, you don't have to do. You can just shoot. Like and then John Cena kept interrupting, me, like, no, no, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, just let me do this. And he's like, but I'm telling you, you don't have to. Just easy. So why are you doing it that way? And then he just fucking does it. <laughs> fuck, dude. Sorry, man. I just was. I wanted no. to tell you about that. I was cracking the fuck up. I think I was so checked out to even realize that. Was Holy an shit! I was pissing myself. <laughs> but the worst. You know what the worst part about this movie is? Is the fact that it actually doesn't end. No, it doesn't. It's a part one. Yeah, that of was two so... or three. They might do three movies, right? Three more. So yeah. It's a fun... No, I think this uh, is one of three. The... So two more. Final movie is four films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we end on a cliffhanger, yeah. and it's uh, it's Dom looking at his son, and this entire dam is blowing up behind him. Yeah. There's and just no way that you know what they should do. I wish you would tell me. They should just kill them both. You know, <laughs> oh, give some yeah. stakes. Give some stakes to what's going on, because like yeah. you know, they're not going to die no. when Fast Twelve or Fast what Fast Eleven starts up. You know, they're not going to be dead. So you left us on like a cliffhanger that is like three feet tall. I was just gonna say that it's a very <laughs> small hang. Like yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. So you're right. It's what a cheap way to end a movie. What a terrible Pete Davidson cameo in this movie. Oh. Just eye-rollingly bad. I mean, um, highlight for me. That was a highlight for you? If anything, I was like, I don't like that guy. And this was mar- mildly marginally enjoyable of a scene. Ugh. But they're so maybe, all their banter. You know Tyrese's what? banter. You know what? You know why you thought that was enjoyable? Why? Because Tyrese and Ludacris have been bickering in every movie. For like the past six movies. Okay. So it's stale at this point. So it's just like all of their arguing in the shop with Pete Davidson. Like we've seen this time and time again. Oh, okay. Where it's, it's not funny anymore. Like Got we're it. over this. 
Um, I got, I should say the one thing I did like was I thought Alan Richton as like the new boss of like the not the CIA whatever division it's they have. It's called the agency. The agency. Bro, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you me. go. Holy shit. Um, yeah. I actually thought he brought he was okay. That dude was okay. He's insane looking. Oh my god, he looks so he's, fucking nuts. He's Reacher on Amazon Prime's uh, TV series. Oh really? Yeah. He was. Um, he's nuts. He was. He played Aquaman. Funny okay. enough, in Smallville. Okay, I like that. And yeah. He's like he's like he's he, still he Jack, okay. but he's like frail. I hate what they did with this character, but like yeah. when he's on screen, I'm like, I, this is at least. Yes, he was a highlight. He's like, that's the only part of this movie. Oh, that's the one thing, and I'll end it here, that they go to Rio, and they actually do race cars in this movie. And it made me mad, because it's like, this is why we fell in love with this franchise. Yes. And they do some cool camera shots where they're going through the car windows, and they're looking at the four drivers. And it was like, it was a moment where it was just like, this is what this used to be. Mm -hmm. And it makes everything else worse when they do away from it as quickly as possible. Yep. It's just like, this is why we fell in love with this. We don't need to see these mission impossible style action scenes. Like fast one is great. I like fast two a lot. Like that movie is just like, it's not good, but it's fun. Still racing. I like four and five. Like there's still the racing. There's still the street racing. It's why we fell in love with these characters. And they actually had a moment of that where they showed it. And it might have lasted three minutes. Yeah. And it was gone. And it was, it was just like, and that was like, that's how I feel about this franchise, where it's just like, wow, like you guys actually know what you do have. Yeah. Because you're still showing it at least a little bit. And then you're just, you think we need to be bigger and louder and better. And it's not the case. It's almost like that scene was an homage to what we used to be. It was a wink and a nod from the director and be like, you guys remember the old fast, the old racing? (laughs) Good times, huh? Yes, it was. It was such great times that I want no more of this times. No. What the hell's the matter with you? I actually have a list here of other names that the agency goes by. Okay. In the in the film franchise, right, hit, if hit I can me. read them real quick, business, <laughs> company, <laughs> firm, office. It's funny that you're Bureau. saying all of these <laughs> branch <laughs> because these are all like TV show names, yeah. and like also names, which is mildly unsettling now. Holy shit, man! Well, I gave it a one, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Great. I <laughs> this movie actually made me question what we do on this podcast. Oh yeah. Because Tell there's been some terrible blockbusters this year. We've had Shazam, we've had Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Now we have this one. Time and time again we're like kind of structuring this podcast around the big tentpole movies and they keep failing and failing to deliver. And I I was sitting there in a theater. I'm like what are we doing? Why are we watching this? Like, I'd rather talk about, yeah. let's go, go see Master Gardener yeah. with Joe Egerton, and then we'll talk about that rather than this trash. Where are the Aftersuns, you, know? you know? The Aftersun movies. 100%, are like, man. You know? Is that the sequel to Aftersun? Aftersuns. Aftersuns. <laughs> Aftersuns. Um, let's move on. You're, no, I'm you're tired totally of right. fast, man. Yeah, you're totally right. Fast. Let's move on. You're totally right. So our last movie of the night, thankfully, uh, might be the best 
blockbuster of the summer. Yeah. When is blockbuster so, months? Like, do we're in it? Yeah. Okay. May, so the, June, July are the this three is big when months. The big. So like, well, Guardians in, three, Indiana Jones, Fast X, Indy Jones, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Mission Impossible. We got some good ones coming. Okay. Out too. All right. Yeah. So that's like the okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure because I don't. And then you have like an Oscar season. They do right. this. We've been watching movies for years. I still don't understand the timeline. We'll yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Still year one of the podcast. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, but go yeah, ahead guys. and introduce our last movie. All right. Here we go. Hit the track. This year's, we hope, number one motion picture. Damn, I'm excited to talk about it. We just saw it less than hours ago. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse 2023. Directed by more than one person. Oh, yeah, I lost internet. A couple people. <laughs> directed, what I mean, it's an animated film directed by jo- Joaquin Dos Santos, Justin Joaquin K. Thompson, Phoenix. and Kemp Powers. Joaquin Hunter S. Joaquin and Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Spider Man. Oh, you know I'm writing the wrong one. Let's do IMDb first. All right, IMDb. Damn, it looks so good. It's playing right now. Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. It's awesome. I like it. Perfect. Here we go. The extra box. <laughs> Come in a letterbox, man. Come in Spider-Man across Spider-Verse. It's how you wear the mask that matters. Okay. After reuniting, reuniting with Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales, Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, is catapulted across the multiverse, where he encounters a team of Spider-People charged with protecting his very existence. But when the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles finds himself pitted against the other Spiders and must redefine what it means to be a hero so, how, so he can save the people he loves most. That's kind of a spoiler. Yeah, I guess a little bit. He's going to fight the... Other spiders? That's kind of not okay. Right. Um, Should we play the buzzer already? Well, yeah, right. Spoiler. Because I am gonna. <laughs> so, spoiler. This is a big time spoiler alert. Um, you can't spoil. You can't say spoiler before you give your rating, though. Okay, no spoiler. I'll figure out what sound that is. You ruined it all. <laughs> you just gotta play the spoiler track backwards. All That's right. What it is. Then here it is. Dude, 4.5. That's what I gave it. Hey! Yeah, 4.5 out of 5. And you know, I watched the first one today, earlier, and I gave it a 5. So I think this one, this one's only a notch below just because it's not as fresh as the first one. And I thought the animation was a little odd at some points can we real quick geek about the first one sure we'll take three minutes real quick just to chat about the first one we can do the rest of the pod is just is talking about the spider-verse geek spider in general spider-man into the spider-verse is the best superhero movie ever made yeah hands down it's very it's it's excellent it's i can't argue with that phenomenal right like it is so good which is part of why i only give the poor 4.5 for the second but I got chills mm-hmm. watching it. Like there were genuine moments where the I the first was, one or this yeah, one? Yeah, the first one. Okay. Where I was like 
damn, this like I'm hype right now. <laughs> like it yeah. is like I'm rooting for him, and um, and it was just man, it's it's so perfect, you know. You know, I was gonna. So I had never seen it. I've been stubborn, and I hadn't seen it in the last five years. But as someone that does not like Spider-Man No Way Home, I don't see how anyone can like both of these movies. <laughs> I don't know how someone can watch Into the Spider-Verse and then watch No Way Home two or three two or three years later yeah. and like it. Because like, Spider-Verse like, captured everything about the multiverse and about Spider-Man that was humanly possible to such creative heights that it makes me hate no way home even more because it's such like a like they already had this out and made and you make a a similar movie that is so far inferior it just it didn't make any sense to me no you're not wrong and And i think it's 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 odd that you like no way home it's odd that anyone to me likes no way home if they like this movie because this shows what how you can make a movie yeah and then no way home is just this is such a missed opportunity to do a live action version of this and they fail every step of the way but continue i want to rewatch no way home um come out come at it with some fresh eyes but i think i liked it because well first of all you can do a lot more with animation than you can with live action. You can look, but that's not an excuse. It's just like yeah. you're automatically going to be able to do a lot more. It's just going to be a better, better movie. But um, because of the, the the height you can reach with it. Right. But, well, um, I, I mean, animation wise too. But I just meant the dramatic heights. Yeah. Of Spider. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, they you know what? Far exceed yes, the No Way Home one. Absolutely lazy on their part. So not be able to reach that in any way to to make meet it at equal of Spider or Spider Man. Into the Spider Verse for right. No Way Home, like what the, f- like yeah. drop the ball, absolutely. And I'm yeah. gonna rewatch it and see where I can go with it. But I think um, we don't have to talk about No Way Home. But uh, I think we were just excited that. to see it, and when it was happening, it was forgivable in the moment. We mm-hmm. waited so long for all these spiders. Spider is my favorite, uh, right after Silver Surfer. Um, but like, yeah. just to see. All those spiders on the same screen is like, damn, we waited years for this, and we'll get whatever we can get. And if it's trash, then it's fucking good trash at that point. You know, it's just whatever. But anyway, um, the first one really is one of the best superhero movies of all time. And this one came in, did did not let me down at all. Like, it was huge. Yeah, I I think the second half of this movie is probably better than the first movie. Hmm. And because they just go for I'm it, thinking, man. Yeah, like thinking. it's just, it's insane. The second half of this movie, of Across the Spider, yes, like in such yeah. a great way, where it's just like it gets very dramatic, it's very heavy. They oh just, yeah, the animations is, is is so well done. The the drama, the stakes, like it's so there. Yeah, and the first one, while I love it more than this movie, the second one. Um, it was more jokey. It felt a little more lighthearted. This Still one had, or the first? No, one? the first one. Okay. Um, which I loved about it. Like I love Jake Johnson in the first movie. Like he's he's mm-hmm. the highlight of that film for me. Um, this one like delivered on yeah. just some some heaviness, and it you didn't even know that it was going to be just a part one. I had no so idea. So we end on a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Where this is, and it's I typically don't like 
part ones and movies that just end midway through. But I thought this at least did a great job of having a great story for one movie, despite continuing the story, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like the Infinity War Endgame. Yeah. Like, I think those are perfect movies on their own, despite them being half of one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this movie is just, it's its incredible. Yeah. There's no other well, way, there's no way other way around. Just to talk about Jake's character, Jake's Peter, Peter B. Parker, like, I was expecting him to be like the like to come come out and be the hero and help Miles and like as we're watching this is going along like no everyone everyone's I, against like, him yeah he's like dude you're but they're cool against we him like for you. all the right reasons yeah I was on Miguel's side like I right. was like he's trying to save the fucking universe man and yep. you're gonna do something that is selfish and I'll be heroic wrong yeah you know and it was like. Damn, this is tough because we also are rooting for Miles, and he's like he's an anomaly. He's not even supposed to be there. Like, mm-hmm. so good. And just watching like Jake Johnson's character struggle with like so complex. How, like, how do I convey that I like you and I'm so proud of you, but you're not supposed to be you? <laughs> like, and it was right. It was heavy, man. It was good. Even Gwen shit. Oh, and can we just talk about the animation real quick for one just a second? There was like a scene at the end with like Gwen and her dad. And just the entire Gwen's world is like pure watercolor. I was going to say, it's like dripping watercolor in the background. And it changes yeah. colors awesome. as like the emotion of the scene changes. Yeah. Get the fuck out of town. Yeah. That's fucking next level. And we this talked is, about this in the theater. It's yeah. just, so for the first hour, it it kind of felt like I was watching a 3D movie without 3D glasses on. It was, where yeah, it was just yeah. like the main characters were in focus, but everything behind them was fuzzy. And that wasn't in the first one at all. Like the first one's just like, beautiful crystal clear animation all the way through and this one just did that like a lot and sometimes even with the characters that were talking on screen it just it was fuzzy to me and it was like there was one point like i literally looked around just to see like are we in a 3d screening uh yeah because i'm like this is a little fuzzy and it was like a it was a big detraction for me for at least the first hour of this wow and then it kind of went it completely went away and for the second half, well, of the it movie. might be a choice. Like I've, I, I, it, I noticed it on Gwen's watch when she showed it to him underneath the water okay. tower, and it looked like just like a second layer of the watch. And I thought it was like, oh, it's cool, it's like popping off. But then I noticed that like on the dad, there was an outline around him, and I'm like, is this maybe just Miles's universe is like, yeah, double layered? I don't know. I don't know. But um, it was a choice I wasn't a fan of, and it okay. took me out of it. But right. I'd like to know like what they were thinking. Yeah, for sure. But I like that this movie is so. The first one is is essentially Miles' story, and I like that this movie kind of starts and ends on Gwen. Yeah, like this one's definitely her movie, and it shifts to the Miles stuff in the middle. And I think it made it even more powerful when it does do that because you realize just how complex of a of a character they made mm-hmm. him to be in the first one, and it does a great job of just delving into both of them pretty evenly by the way like by the way they by the time they end this movie um so good a yeah. lot of great parents and children stuff a lot yeah. of you know um like you said before like what's important to me versus what's important for, for the entire world um a lot of good moral questions and the ambiguities surrounding it couple um, good cameos 
Great Cam is that you probably know more than I know more yeah. of. So but. I've read the original Spider-Verse book, which was thick boy. It was a lot of issues where like they really expounded upon it. It was a thick mm-hmm. boy. It was yeah. expanded upon it. I know what I said. It's your old handle. Yeah, thick boy 60... Eight. <laughs> um, could have been 60. It could have been just 60. Thick boy 60. Thick boy 60. Um, pounds. Uh, it just <laughs> the member pounds. itself. Um, <laughs> so um, I read, Getting like, it was cool. Spotify. Again, it's yeah, yeah, Spotify's gone. pissed. Um, yeah. We're going to get a little ding for that little red flag. Um, so I read the original books, and the original books, like, as like the main story of Spider Verse was going on, mm-hmm. they had released these one shots of all these cool Spider Mans that were like you were like holy shit, that's a cool Spider Man. I want to read that one story. So there was like this big compendium of all. There's it was really cool. Spider Man, uh, Spider Punk was came out in this, and it was dude, it was so. Is cool. that Daniel Kaluuya? Uh yes yeah yeah who voiced him in this uh, he looked different in the comics, um okay. but even you know I don't know but uh so just one of the coolest Spider Mans um mm-hmm. and then they released another Edge of Spider Verse recently within the past year where like some other shits going down they're involving other characters but yeah a lot of cameos from these Spider Men that I love Spider Man uh Ben Riley which is the clone from the 90s. Yep. Um, Spider-Man 2029, is his, he's got the best suit, and I could fight everybody forever. It's the best suit. Get out of town. Um, but also humans were in this for a little bit. Donald Glover. He popped up because of the huge news back in the day where he was fighting for it. When they first dropped... Fighting to play Miles, right? Yes. Like yeah. there was like When they first dropped the... Earth-shattering, unnecessarily crazy news of a black Spider-Man. The whole world broke. The internet broke. And then immediately everybody was like, Donald Glover for, should play this man. You know, this should be amazing. He never got the chance. Right. And then they popped him up. So he was in the first Spider-Man in the Marvel remakes, Homecoming. I guess. Yeah. Yep. Where he mentions, like, he's like, I don't know if you caught this. Maybe you would now. So, like, knowing it now, but, like, he's selling, he's like a criminal in it. Yeah. And he says, you know, I got a nephew. Like, he's yep. he's playing with these, like, uh, these, like, cuffs. He's the prowler in that. Oh, is he? It's like he isn't, but he has, like, the, the okay. technology for it. And he's like, he isn't prowler yet. And that's why everybody was losing their mind. Or, like, he isn't going to get to play Miles, but we'll get prowler. And that's why... Pretty cool. In this, yeah. he is Prowler locked up, and he has just at least a cameo, a moment to be like, "All right, we might get this world. You never know. You never know. Maybe." Um, and we also cut to Andrew Garfield for yep. a second. We get to see him, and there's like also there's a shot Toby. of Toby's death with Uncle Ben. Good they do, stuff. They man. do a great job of that. They were doing a real great job. And that, that's what I mean when I don't mean to harken on it. When No Way Home just took a lot of shortcuts. When you have yeah. like this movie has the ambition to go to the heights that it went to. Yeah. And I know you said it's animation, but you could you could figure that out. Yeah. No, for sure. Action. Yeah. It's always just, what did Bob and Dex call it on their podcast? Sex goggles. What did he call it? I don't know. I don't remember this. It wasn't sex goggles. I take that back. <laughs> you're you're watching. Uh, Got uh, you have goggles on when you watch something and you love it so much, and this is a, doing a terrible job. 
Skeptical spectacles. Uh, uh, nostalgia this... goggles. That's uh, what they are. Nostalgia glasses. Okay. You know, and you're get, watching it through I, that yeah. lens of like, oh yeah, Toby and Andrew, and like, but this also is a bad movie. You know. Gotcha. So you have nostalgia sex goggles. Not sex goggles. So you put these goggles on to remind yourself of Dude. the great sex you used to have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I watch Spider-Man, I get horny. Um. Lots of webs being shot. <laughs> Explicit. Dude, yeah. It's officially after midnight, ain't it? Yeah, so sure is. this is when the... Uh, I loved eight. it, man. I loved it all the way, too. I know, and, man. Uh, it's uh, and I, I don't know why I didn't give it five. I get four point five, and I think I, I was surprised you gave it a four point five. I, I think I gave it a four point five because the first one checked like the, the unbelievable box for me. It was okay. like this is like it's giving me chills. I like, can't can believe this? all this. People can do this. Yes, and this one was right there. Maybe it was just too long. Maybe I think they could have sh- like shaved a little in the middle, and I was just like, okay, I'm kind of getting. Why are we doing here? Yeah, uh, but other than that, like, uh, it was, like it was just fire, you know. Fire I agree. I, I just had the one critique. Yeah. Um, that was the only reason I knocked it down. Yeah, I I'd be hard pressed to choose between the two, to be honest. Which was better? Yeah. So it's that it's that thin. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's thin a very line. very thin margin. Yeah. Um, it's one of the rare sequels that actually delivers. Yeah. And. And we got a third. You it sets up the third one beyond the Spider Verse, which is hopefully coming out next year. Yeah, um, I'm excited, man. They introduced a lot of new characters in this. Um, what can't be discredited or should not be overlooked is just the incredible voice acting oh, all man. around. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, Oscar Isaac pops up in this. He's fantastic. Yeah, you have like Spidey, Brian Tyree, Henry as Miles' dad. Also great in this. Yeah, incredible. Um, Haley Steinfeld does a phenomenal job, Yeah, uh, as always. she um, In the first movie, I think she's introduced as Spider-Woman. And then mm. in the comics, she's Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, okay. Yeah, and yeah. Then, which is, I guess, a weird name for your superhero because your fucking first name is in it. So like, I guess that's why they kept with Spider-Woman yeah, towards true. the end. Yeah. Um, but she was Spider-Gwen in the comics. Um, now you know. Just phenomenal animation. Yeah. Um, can't say this enough. Go see it in Dolby. You will be yeah. blown away. Yeah. Um, where does this fall in your 2023 ranking? I don't know. Maybe it's probably top five. I would oh say. yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I can't really think that far back right now, but right. Um, absolutely top five. I think Dungeons I mean, and Dragons. You gave a five to Dungeons Guardians. I'm so just... the question is, what do you prefer, this movie or Dungeons and Dragons? Dude, that's so tough. Stuff. Holy shit! I love rankings though. You yeah, gave Dungeons one up. I love Dungeons and Dragons so much, but man. I think Gun to Your Head. You're you're taking Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gun to my head. Come here and put a gun to my head and make me choose. <laughs> it's definitely going to be uh, the Mandalorian. You season know, a lot three. of podcasts ask their listeners to leave a comment. You're asking <laughs> to bring a gun to and your now I'm asking, head. Yeah, I'm asking for a lot from you guys, but I have confidence you can deliver. Um, Nice one, man. You want to talk about what's going on in the next show? Yeah, what do we have coming up? Well, dude, the next month after this is July, but that we're not there yet. So we still have the rest of June to get through. We do um, have June. The, so June uh, 2nd, which is today, is the Boogeyman. I'm excited for the Boogeyman. So am I. It looks petrifying. 
It looks really, really good. Terrifying. Yes. I don't do scary well. I get skewed. I love love Christmasina. He's, yeah, he's always I love fantastic. Christmas Eva. Um, Sanctuary. I don't know what that is. Uh, what else we got? We looked uh, past lives with a question mark, but I really want to see that. I just don't know if it's coming out. Okay. That's why I put the question mark. Yeah, but I mean, that looks phenomenal. It looks but like the, the best movie of the year. Yeah, it looks incredible. Um, but the other two movies that we will definitely be talking about are Extraction 2, yeah. Chris Hemsworth's sequel yeah. on Netflix that is now $45 a month in subscription <laughs> fees. And then lastly, The Flash. The man. Flash. And that's going to be a big Speaking of blockbusters. Yeah. So now's the part where we stop recording and then we start our Wreck or Drek podcast, which we hope you guys are listening to as well. Yes. So, um, what is that again? I think this episode, I have four things that I've seen that David has not seen. Yeah. So if you're interested in Master Gardener, Monica, You Hurt My Feelings, and the series finale of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, tune in to our Wreck or Drek episode. All right, guys. Thank you. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful one. Have a wonderful, wonderful. Have a, a under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> she got legs. She got legs. Yeah, idiot. Idiot. <laughs>